Opening text, amen. Second Corinthians five seventeen, King James says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Amen. The title will be the whole body. Thank you, Lord. The time pastor spoke to me, I spent more time after I felt I knew what the Lord was saying. I sp I've spent more time seeking after something opposite just to make sure. Amen. Before I begin, I just want to admonish this body that we really do embody everything I'm going to speak about to a degree, amen. And uh, even up until yesterday, people that aren't in this church began to testify of the the unity, amen, and the the difference, what that brings. Praise God. I'm just thankful for that. You may be seated, amen. Amen. So the definition of unite is to come or bring together for a common purpose or action. Amen. We come with different personalities, different mindsets, amen, out of the world. Some of those things will hold true. We're not to come in here and be robots, amen, or to a degree, a clone of something else, praise God. But we are to be unified in many ways, amen. We are, let's just say, to be up here, amen. I could come, I don't know. It's by the Spirit of the Lord, amen, that it becomes, it's supernatural. If it ever looks natural to step up here, it's, if anything, it's supernatural, amen. I pray, okay. So, those of you that know me and that know me, you know, I don't mind talking and getting together, but there is a part of me, amen, that in all of us that this or certain aspects are not comfortable, praise God, being in crowds, witnessing some things are out of our comfort and out of our personality. But just like faith, unity has to be activated. Being close to another individual, amen, that is anyone or not our family or our spouse, amen, sometimes it can be very easy for us to keep things at a distance. All right. All right. Praise God. Unity has to be activated. Relationships are work, amen. amen. And we don't have... the the option to slack. You can slack at work, amen. You can go hide somewhere. You can grab a broom and act like you're busy, but something's going to suffer, amen. We can want to work a muscle, but if we don't do it, it's going to slack, amen. There's consequences when we slack and work, praise God, but we don't have an option. In this area, amen, of unity. My God. Our excuse of old pattern is irrelevant with a kingdom mindset. Amen. Our old pattern, my old way, I'm this type. You hear a lot of things about people doing surveys of being a different personality. I'm this and I'm that and I'm not that. And that's all well and good. But the scripture I open with. It might not have spoke unity, amen, at the moment, but it says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. New mindset, amen. I'm not going to tell anybody that it's easy to break out of certain molds and habits, but we have been called into a new purpose, 
into a body, amen, and called to be united on a great front, amen, on a, for a great purpose. 1 Corinthians 12, I'm going to read a lengthy portion, 12 through 27, I'm in the King James. This has been stirring in my spirit, church. This is a desire, amen, not just of myself. For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I'm not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body, as it hath pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are the many members, yet but one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more, those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body, which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor, and our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need, but God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part, part which lacked, that there should be no schism in the body. What does that mean? No schism in the body. Schism defined, it says, a split or division between strongly opposed sections or parties caused by differences of opinion or belief. No schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored. All the members rejoice with it. Now ye are the body of Christ and members in. Praise God. Members in particular. Thank you, Jesus. There's no getting around it, amen. There's, there's only, I can only find, not that I'm the absolute end all on what things mean, but I don't find very many breakdowns outside of one purpose in that setting. Amen. We are one body. Praise God. One body, many members working. Amen. As a unit. As a unit. In the military, they'll work and operate as a unit. It's one entity. Amen. So a unit definition as an individual thing or person regarding as single and complete but which can also form an individual component, component of a larger or more complex whole, a unit, amen? You have, the, obviously, unit, unity, amen? It's many moving as one. Praise God. All right. All right. We serve one God, right? Amen. And we are to be one on great measures, I feel. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians 2, 21 and 22 says, In whom all the building, fitly framed together, groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye are also builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. So like it or not, we're here. We are one body. It is that Spirit that draws all men. Praise God. We refer to that that we're here and we refer to that collectively as the spirit drawing 
people in. But let's not forget that God drew us. That spirit drew us here for a purpose, amen, because we are building together for inhabitation, amen. The hand of God is framing this body for his purpose. Amen. Amen. And we don't have the option to just rip off an arm or a finger. Amen. Because it annoys us. Because we have a hangnail or whatever the situation may be. My shoulder bothers me so I have the right to just destroy my body and rip it off or do what I want with it. Amen. Or start manipulating it because I don't care for it. Amen. Just as we cannot disconnect with other members of the body for any reason, amen, we didn't create this body, and this individual body or the collective body is not ours, because what we were bought with a price, amen, and we were formed together for his purpose. I know it's often used in term for marriage, but it says, for what God hath put together, let no man tear asunder, let no man tear that apart, let no thing tear that apart, amen. I don't know if I was clear enough to say the testimonies of the unity in this body. I was just testifying to pastor myself on how great it is, amen, and what we really have just in the men's chat line alone and the things we have going on. I just want to be clear, by no means do I feel this is any type of rebuke as to what we already have. Praise God. Anything I would mention is not saying that this is something that we're not entertaining, that we're not growing and developing in, in great measure, amen? And I would beg, probably be very willing to say beyond, it doesn't matter, amen? We don't compare ourselves. I don't have a great reference, but I know that we have something special, church, amen? And I'm thankful for that. So I want to be clear that what I sense, what God is wanting to say is, it's future tense, there's things I say, and it's like, okay, well, I know that this is okay now, but God knows what, the, the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end, amen? So I just feel, and I know how the enemy works, amen? And I know the flesh because I walk in it, and I know the opportunities will arise, and they are presented and can be frequently, amen, to find offense or to, to have that hangnail or to have that thing and the enemy will do something or our flesh will rise up in a moment of something and there you go. I heard something and it really jumped out and it says human responses, human responses have supernatural results supernatural effects amen so where we can do something because of the way we're feeling in a moment but it can supernaturally affect the other person in a in a negative way and it can affect us amen say god forbid thank you jesus Like I said, God drew us together. He's framed us together. And we're here. And this is not our body. It's not our body. It's not our decision to be less connected. Amen. If God is no respecter of persons, what are we to be? Amen. Are we to have a, a click mindset ever that something would arise and now I'm just going to be closer over here than with, with these couple people or individuals because I'm not, you know, they're more of, you know, what I identify with. And what it says, I've heard, who is our neighbor? Who is your neighbor? Your neighbor is someone that's not like you. Amen. We're here together. And every day, every time we gather together, we do have devices that can be used for good. Amen. And there's opportunity, amen, to connect and to grow, amen, together in greater measure, in unity, in love, and a bond, amen.
Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians 4, 1 through 4 says, I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are, ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, even as ye are called in hope of your calling. What is long-suffering? Long-suffering is having or showing patience in spite of troubles, especially those caused by other people. Praise God. <laughs> it doesn't mean that we tolerate each other and suffer. Okay, you say, oh, that's, to, that's tolerance and that's this. No, it says that it's having or showing patience in spite of troubles. Amen. Especially those caused by other people. We can get the sign that, oh, it's just that long suffering. It's just, it means to, and we want it to mean, oh, it's just to put up with them. It's just to smile and wave when they're around. Amen. That's not the desire of the Lord, and that is not unity, amen? There's more. Now, whether we get a, a real smile back when we're genuine, that's not our problem. But we have to search ourselves, amen, if there be anything. I'm not going to teach on forgiveness, but there's things we got to recognize, amen? If you're feeling that keep-it-moving spirit, Let's examine ourselves, amen? Because we don't want the enemy to have a toe for the reason of everything that I've said so far, you know, giving praise to this body, to my brothers and sisters, amen? And the, it's amazing. But think about it. If that's, that unity is everything. We can go through, right? We know the story right, of the Tower of Babel. We know, you know, Gideon and the 300, had they been shattered, had they been splintered or broken up in any way, then everything was by the wayside. But when, uh, and even if things had been that way, it can be made whole. Amen. Whole. Body is not designed to be fragmented. Amen. Just like the, the leper, the one that was thankful, he came and he said, that be thou made whole. It means he had nothing missing. He was restored completely, amen? So it doesn't mean, like I said, that we just tolerate each other and suffer along and keep it moving. This is we have patience. We have forgiveness and humility and love in that, amen? And if we have that mindset, the enemy can't work with that, amen? But he will provide many opportunities and even uncalled for un whatever I don't know exactly the word but something you never intend you know what I mean that you never intended to offend or they never intended to offend you or to even anything things as soon as we say it out loud and that's the other thing in our faith and what and when we speak things and I was talking about on Sunday the how we compartmentalize faith or how I realize how I was compartmentalizing faith in times where you could catch yourself and your speech or about this or another topic another another issue another subject can be different you know what I mean well it's this high over here but then you might think that you're this high in other areas but our speech our thought process somehow will waver if we're not watching amen like I said this <laughs> that's me was in Jesus name Ephesians 4 2 through 4 in the NLT says always be humble and gentle you know it's real hard to what is it, it says there's no wood on the fire it's going to go out amen so always be humble and gentle you know that always part is where it gets tricky praise God we can desire it but there's lots of ways amen that can affect us so that's just being mindful of our attitude amen of our what's in our spirit before responding or reacting usually amen 
Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other. Making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort, every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit. Binding yourselves together with peace. For there is one body and one spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. With the risk of sounding any type of doom and gloom or end time, you know, whatever you want to call it. This is just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. We don't know what's ahead. We can have an idea and that it's going to be good. I think uh, Brother Kleindenst, I believe it was at the men's day at Landmark, and he gave a description of how there will be light in the darkness. Like maybe about 20 minutes ago, there was a time where there was, there was light and it was dark. Amen. There was light and it was dark. There will be darkness. Amen. There's darkness right now, but there is much light. Amen. Where sin doth abound, grace much more abound. But God is always going to make a way for us, no matter what it is. But the, my point in saying this, how close do we need to be? How close were the disciples of Christ? How close were the apostles? We know they were persecuted. We know. But how close were they? How close were they? Do they know they'd have to trust each other? Do they have to think about it? It can't just be that, that smile and wave from 15 feet away isn't going to get us through together. And we won't want to be by ourselves. You don't want to let that, right? We have families, but if they're not serving God, we're going to be on a different plane at some point. If we're, especially if we're, you know, pre-post, all that stuff is irrelevant. But just think, if things get any kind of bad, how close do we need to be? Think about it. Close enough to live together? Literally? Not just live and walk this walk together, but the possibility of having to literally live together. Not everybody is in, uh, we're all in different situations. We don't know. Literally, we're not promised anything. This is perspective. It's not saying the end is coming, and, but this is, I think it's practical thought, amen? Truly biblical unity Amen. And togetherness that, that we have example of, I feel, to, to literally suffer together, to be in prison together. It's kind of like we say, if we can't praise God here, if we can't get along here, then it's not going to be very fun in heaven. Praise God. Just a matter of think of the difference in between. Is that a possibility that we could be imprisoned? Is it out of the question? We should say, as a preacher, any of these things I'm saying aren't necessarily negative. What, happened, what are our examples when these things happen in the Word? They praised God together. Amen. They went away praising Him together. They sang songs together. Whether it was two or 20 or whatever the case, amen, they were together. Amen. One spirit. God forbid any of those things happen. But to a degree, like I said, these are biblical possibilities. Amen. This is just perspective to think about how close do we need to be? And if we are that close, how effective can we be in the meantime, whether these things never happen or not? Amen. The more love and the bond we have now, the more prepared and effective we will be together for the kingdom and his purpose. Amen. And whatever may come our way. First Corinthians 1 10 in the King James says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing. And that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Same mind, amen. We have a familiar or frequently heard and read setting, amen. Would that jog your memory to what Acts 2, right? 
Acts 2 and 1, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, what? They were all with one accord in one place. I'll spare the Honda pun, amen? Accord defined unanimously with one accord or with one mind. The mind of Christ, amen? If we have the mind of Christ, our main purpose and focus is the same. Same desire, amen? We're all at different levels in our walk, whether there be, I say all as a whole in the body, amen? We're representative here, but whether it's one month, one day, one year, 10 years, 20 years, amen? In that sense, there's different levels in our walk, but the hunger and the desire and the focus can be united. It can be the same, amen, with different understandings and different levels of you know, understanding of the word or whatever it may be, things of the spirit, walking with God, less experience or not. That same fire and desire that comes with the new believer, amen, should be prevalent from, top, from the, the youngest to the oldest, amen. That doesn't have to change. I mean, just because we can say, well, I'm just brand new. Well, praise God, that's, let's do this. Or I've, I've been, I know what's going on. That we can still have the same focus, same hunger, same desire for the Lord. Amen. And if what our mind is the mind of Christ and God is love, then we're going to be walking in love, thinking in love and his purpose. Amen. Thank you, Lord. 1 John 3, 14 through 16, King James says, We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. How close do we need to be? We lay down our lives for the brethren. Are we there? No man had what a greater love than would lay down his life for his friends. Are we there? I want to be. But the first step to getting there is what? The first step to getting there is really searching ourselves out and saying, would I lay down my life for Christ? Amen. Because what? We're all baptized into Christ. We are one body. It's all one entity. So... The answer would be no if we can't know in our heart and our spirit that we would die for Christ and his purpose, amen, that we would lay down our life for Christ. I would say that laying down our lives for the brethren is out of the question if we don't know that we would lay down our life for Christ, amen. But if so, lay down your life for your, the brethren is doable. Praise God. It's doable. Now, I don't think we're just going to be in a position for that. But knowing that we would instantly creates what? An impenetrable bond. Impenetrable bond. Knowing in your spirit that I would die for the Lord and that we're truly in one thing, one unit. One thing working together, amen. You got people that'll do it for a country, for a false, or, a, you know, for whatever cause and something that they don't believe in. That they don't even believe in at times, amen. But they're put in a position to battle. They're put in a position to have to either die or protect another individual. Praise 
praise God. There's a lot of Bible for this church. We only have a certain amount of time tonight, but there's a lot of Bible. on the. We stand on things very firmly. We have doctrines that are the truth. We have doctrine that we stand on that have just as much scripture to support what I'm talking about right now. This is important. Amen. This is crucial. This is whatever word or synonym or you want to add to it. Apparently, this is important, amen, to the Lord. Because, like I said, we could go a long ways. Philippians 2, 1 through 5, King James says, If there be, therefore, any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy, that ye may be like-minded, having the same love, here it is again, being of one accord, of one mind, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, and let each other, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man to it on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. How do you lay down your life for the brethren? The lowliness of mind. Let each esteem other better than themselves. Praise God. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. If we're really applying these principles, which I desire to do, but... I thank God for this. This is, like George says, it's truth. For it's me first. And when uh, it's not working in you first, there's a very true statement. I don't know who said it first, but that which you expound, you will experience. So be careful what you read off the, jump off the internet and start slinging around. <laughs> God forbid, but <laughs> amen. I found that to be very true, amen. I uh, I don't take it lightly, praise God. Or you think, you thought it, it was working, or you're already in the process, amen. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. How can we properly be the hands and feet of Jesus? How can we properly function if not having the mind of Christ together? Is not the mind or the head in control of the body? If not, it's a dysfunctional body. Amen. The mind of Christ is for us to be unified, amen, in love. God is love. If not, it's a dysfunctional body. And others will notice. And it works both ways. John 13, 35, King James says, By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love one to another. Just as someone can walk in or pay attention or fellowship afterwards, doesn't take long, especially for someone looking for a body to belong to, for a family to belong to, especially for someone that's been damaged in another area where they've seen things and heard things in other aspects. Amen. It reminds me of the the brother that was deaf and he was healed. Amen. The minister was there, he was healed, he restored his hearing. He came back a year later. And he was sitting back in the deaf section. And the preacher asked the pastor, he said, didn't he get, his hearing was restored. God healed that brother. He said, yeah, he did. He said, 
but he didn't know how much. He didn't realize how much talk there was and the backbiting and the things that would be said around him and not necessarily towards him, amen, but through the body and about this and about that. And I believe the story goes that he just asked the Lord to, he chose to be deaf. It was too much. It's like, right? Yes. Thank you, Jesus. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one to another. What's the opposite of that? Like I said, it works both ways. What's the opposite of that? What we're saying, what we're thinking, amen. How we're using our tongues when it comes to anyone, amen. But especially in the body. Is it pleasing to God as an example to anyone else? Is it affecting those that are hearing? We have no idea. We think that we're in our own little world and you've got someone in the slide line that hears this and hears that. And we're not even, just because we're not, I mean, God forbid, I'm not saying I have clear examples, but to be mindful, amen. People are going to see the love or they're going to see the lack thereof. They're going to be able to sense and see, especially if you're observing. A lot of pe and if people that aren't even observant, if they're here, if they're looking and they're here for a purpose, they're being observant. Amen. They're feeling, especially if they're spirit led. Amen. They're going to be sensitive to that. They're going to be watching us. And that's just what I'm talking. I'm only speaking in this instance in the local body, amen, here, if they come into this building or they come into a, whatever it may be, a function, there's just things to think about because this building is going to be full. There's going to be other buildings. There's going to be other aspects happening in and through this church, amen, and there's a reason for this that if we're not mindful, there's, we could either do harm or do good, amen, in so many aspects. There's reasons why Brother Johnstone came and spoke what he spoke on a Saturday, why Pastor felt what he felt. I don't even know if George remembers. I spoke something before any of this happened. I never told anybody else was that the need or the desire for that exact thing to happen, amen. Why is that? What's the point? So we can stand around here and practice on each other? No, it's because there's going to be people to minister to, and to help receive the Holy Ghost, amen, as they desire it, to lead them into all their purpose, amen. So in the midst of these things, we cannot get disillusioned or fall victim to any sort of attack, any sort of confusion that would cause division in this body, whether it's just amongst one or two or, or any, amen, God forbid. Like I said in the beginning, we just we have a certain mindset or we feel that oh, I just don't like to get close to people. I'm not really that. It's not this. And, I, you know, you like just whatever that may be. I don't like to, you know, be in crowds or, you know, I don't like to be around a lot of people. I don't really want to communicate. It's just because it's just like worship. It's just like anything else. We got to get outside of ourselves. Amen. Oh. To be to grow and to develop, amen, and to be a blessing to ourselves and others. Just like the father concept, amen, if we have that, don't have that positive relationship with the father, it's hard to understand the relationship with our God, amen. It can be a barrier. I just like having brothers or sisters, amen, if we don't have a close, positive relationship with our siblings or we don't have any siblings, it can become difficult 
to understand that there's more. That's what I'm saying. This more. There's where things can be fragmented to be made whole, a whole body. Amen. Fitly framed together to be whole. That there's more. That there is more. So we're here. We don't have aught with our brother. We come or we function even. Amen. But there's greater depths on personal levels. Amen. With each other. This is the this is the word tonight, amen, because we know we're there. One, being aware of things that would creep in and creating something so tight, amen. The other, so what's the other example? We have Gideon's 300, and we know of the Spartans, the 300, amen, and how did they succeed? I'm sure it wasn't very comfortable, amen. They had to get in real close quarters, shoulder to shoulder, and they would bind together, amen, with their shields. And that was the only thing where they were able to, they would have been destroyed. If somebody got out of alignment or because, well, I just don't want to be that close to you guys today. I mean, I'm, we, we'll train and we'll do this together, but I'm just not in it. For, I'm going to kind of back out over here today. Well, now you left a hole. And now they can start getting penetrated, amen. The stronger that is that bond is built the stronger those the tighter those shields get nothing's coming through it's not just about being aware of the things that can come it says by i feel that by incorporating these things and applying these things and working at the the working like i said relationship is work and just having that concept that this is good and and that is normal but we're not going to be we're not in normal times amen so it's great that, you know, I see Brother George, and we'll talk for a few minutes, but there could be, you know what I mean, a greater measure. And that's especially as the Lord leads. It's all the will of God. We're reading it's all the will of God. But what I feel is just, just as we can't, what limit is there that we can go for God? I already said it. We reach for the Lord. We grow closer to the Lord. What's the, what's the highest level we can get? There's no end. There's no limit. The only limit is death it, in the natural sense. Okay. I already fell two examples. We die for Christ or lay down your life for the brethren. Obviously, there's great to grow and to strive to. Amen. Just like our walk with God, that unity with each other. It's never ending. Amen. We're, we can always be ever growing and building in that. Amen. And the closer the bond, the greater things God can do. What did they say? Nothing. Nothing. There's nothing we can't do. And that goes both ways, as we have found in the Word. So, like I said, it can be hard to identify if we don't have that close relationship or we. You know, we, we've had broken relationships or things like that or past experiences. But we are new creatures in Christ, amen? New creatures. And if the other person has repented or you've forgiven them, whether they've forgiven you or repented or not, you've repented. You see things new. Now, it's, it's a new creature, a new mindset, amen? Thank you, Jesus. We know even if the smart, smallest part of our body is injured, amen, whether it's missing or not 100% functioning, you know it, amen? You know it. Just as Christ designed us to be, amen, a body fitly framed together. If God draws someone in and something pulls them out, do you feel it? Whether they were established or they, but you know, if we know the spirit of God draws all men, we know God has a purpose and a plan. Amen. Especially those that would come and be baptized. Amen. Or come and be filled with the spirit. We know God has a plan and that's why when someone's not here, amen, tonight's a good example. 
when our brother or sister are, are sick in body, amen, and they're not here, if they're going through something, we feel that. And the closer we are, the greater we'll feel these things, amen? This is a body fitly framed together, and he doesn't make mistakes, amen? He does not make mistakes. Pastors here, with the Lord's help, building a firm foundation, amen? Brother George, Godfrey, and those who have come along would help put everything together, the framework, the groundwork, the pillars, amen? He doesn't make mistakes. We need each other, and I need you. Covered each other's prayers, amen? Thank you, Jesus. And Brother Joe, when you came out of Exodus... I just had open ears. Just like a word is a word is a word. What I want to hear, and that old lying devil's like, oh, let's see. I was I was feeling after what you wanted to say, to see if just if there was just to have ears to hear. Amen. I didn't want to miss anything. My like brother Johnstone said, it's not just opening up, right? God's speaking, especially those that would be sensitive. And when you talk about that, what is it? When they would prevail, they were there lifting up one another's hands. Amen. Or they were the men of God's hands. They, they were lifting up their brother's hands. They were lifting up those hands and they would prevail. It's because they had that support. Amen. They were, he was being strengthened when he would have been weak and wearied. When that everyone would have been destroyed had someone not picked up the slack. If you look at a dually truck... Brother George will identify clearly and probably everyone else that drives regularly. Amen. If you look at a dually truck, which has two wheels on each side and the rear, right? If one goes flat or blows out, what happens? The other wheel will hold up the weakness of the loss of that, that damaged wheel. Amen. Until it is repaired. Even if not moving as fast as usual, it will continue moving forward. Such as it should be that we lift one another up. And to know in sensitivity and the closer we will get in bond and relationship, amen? But like I said, about, it's usually referred to about the man of God or whatever. The closer you get, you know, you see this, you see that, well... We see ourselves, amen? amen? We are human, and we serve a mighty God, and we all come from somewhere, and we're all going somewhere together, amen? So don't let those things get in the way, and don't let that thing be a fear, amen, to draw near to each other, amen? Because the more, like I said, when those specific attacks would come to try to divide and conquer, it will be impenetrable the closer we are together. And the closer we are together, the more sensitive we'll be to know when to lift up and how to lift up our brother, whether they tell us or not. Amen. Even if not moving as fast as usual, it will continue to move forward. So should it be with us, church. Unity, a body, a truck tire, whatever to get the point across. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The stronger we are together, the stronger we are individually. The stronger we are together, the stronger we are individually. Praise God. I feel to do something. I don't know if COVID killed this or not, but I'd like to do something different in closing tonight. If we could come gather together in front, bind together in prayer, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your leading. Thank you for my brothers and sisters, Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Together, together.
Thank you, Jesus. It would be an amazing thing if the entire body was here, amen, and we could circle this thing. So I ask that we would stand in the gap, amen. Brother Joe, will you switch places? <laughs> Thank you, Lord God. But I just ask if you would think in your mind to lift up a brother or sister that is not here right now as we pray. Just pray for each other. I feel that we would lift one another up in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for this body. We thank you for the uniting in the spirit. We thank you for your plan. We thank you for your perfect word, Lord God, that instruct us that you would have your way in each of us, Lord. Remove every barrier and of our mind, Lord God, every hindrance, Lord God, of the past that would cause us to withdraw, Lord God, and not draw nearer to our brothers and sisters. We thank you for opportunities, Lord, that you would present and that we would be intentional in creating, Lord. For your purpose, Lord, it's all for your glory. You know, Lord God, as you have led us and told us to your word, the closer we are, Lord God, the more effective and stronger we can be for you and for your purpose, Father. Let nothing come and divide, Lord, that nothing would conquer. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let the love of Christ shed abroad in our hearts for one another. Nothing hindering, nothing wavering, Lord God, that we will move into a new dimension of unity, Lord, and furtherance for your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for my brothers. Thank you for my pastor, Lord. Thank you for my sisters in the Lord. Oh, that we would grow together, Lord God. I come against every spirit of division, every spirit of confusion, every lie of the enemy. Oh, we are one, Lord God. We are one, and we are a great cloud of witnesses. There's none greater than another. Oh, there's no. Oh, you are no respecter of persons, and neither will we be, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for drawing us near. God, have your way. We worship you. We yield to your spirit. We yield to your leading and to one another, Lord. Help us to truly, Lord God, bind together in your love. We'll bind together in the spirit, Lord, as you have already baptized us into one spirit, into one body, Lord. Let us function together, oh, with you at the head, Lord. Seeking after you, Lord, and moving forward. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen, Lord God. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, I praise you, Lord Jesus. Oh, you are good.